This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Friday, boys and girls. Welcome in to the Friday edition of the Bostonian versus the book. He is Dave Sherapan. I am Matt Peralt here on the props.com YouTube channel, Twitter, and everywhere else. Podcast to come afterwards for a Friday, Dave, that it feels like we're entering the barren wasteland of the winter. <laughs> we had no Thursday night football last night. No. We have no college football tomorrow. No. We have NFL football, but NBA and college basketball, and eh, I don't like today. How are you? There's 130 college basketball games tomorrow. And how many are canceled? Uh, I didn't look yet. <laughs> I, I, I just know that when I saw that list, like – these are the days that like you really earned your money in the risk room. And I'm kind of relieved when I looked at the board for tomorrow, I was like, yeah, there's no, I mean, there's two football games, NFL. And now, I mean, who knows who's playing in those games and this and that. We know Kansas city's playing, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's listen, we got a lot of people watching and, and, you know, listening to the show all over the country. It's going to be 60 degrees here today. I'm good with the whole thing. Like I, what, it's Friday, and I don't got to shovel snow or think about snow or getting out of airports or things like that right now. So it's all good. So the in-laws are currently in flight. They were they were supposed to land at 11 a.m. Delayed. Delayed. But they got on the plane, according to all the records you can track, they got on the plane on time. Yeah. But it took them two hours to get off the ground. So their flight of six hours has turned into a flight of eight hours to Vegas today. That's exhausting. You're going to have to make sure you get them food immediately upon landing because as they get older, they become like the kids again. And I know, (laughs) you you know, they get hungry and somebody gets nasty and you're like, you know, she needs some food or he needs some food. (laughs) So first out of order of business is you better have something in the car. When oh, you pick I'm working, them up. This is all Teresa. She can she can handle all of that picking up, dealing with oh. all, all that stuff. That's all I'm working. Oh. I, I I got oh. calls all day. All day. I, all I'm day. in this, I'm in this room until three o'clock. So I may not even see them until three o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> but they true. land at one now. So instead of landing at eleven, they're landing at one. You got a two hour reprieve. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> delay, delay, delay. <laughs> as, as much as as much as possible. Hey, just be happy to get off the ground. I yeah, took that right? trip in the summer, and we, right. you know, me and the girls ended up in the airport for twenty four hours. Uh, got on and off a plane twice, and sat on the plane for an hour to two hours. We did three hours yeah. sitting on the plane. That's and then awful. It's terrible. They shouldn't, they shouldn't make it. I mean, I know there's logistical things that people can't control, but getting people on and off airplanes and making them sit, it's just wrong. Like there has to be some better way of knowing where you can and cannot leave than have somebody actually get on a plane with the hope 
that you take off, like there has to be some knowledge that like you can't, like we're not taking off. Like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's brutal. It's, it's just, it, it's you brutal. would think there's knowledge, but maybe there isn't, but I don't, I don't know. know. I just, I know I wasn't in a hurry again to fly. Um, after that experience, I was like, man, this is, it's just so many things going on with, you know, people. I mean, we, you know, we got a touch of it even at school with the little kids say Kendall's teachers out. Uh, teachers are out all over the place. Or out with COVID or is out? I mean, I don't, I didn't, I don't have the records. They yeah. They, they never tell you why. But they're, yeah. They're out. Yeah. But yeah. So, you know, got a new sub. I asked, how was the sub? Say he didn't know what he was doing. I said, oh, all right. Little Kinsig said that? Oh, that's Second awesome. Great. She said he didn't know what he was doing. I was like, oh boy. Okay. Yeah, Madeline does not like substitute teachers when 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 her, when her teacher her is whole out. Routine. Yeah, they don't they don't because they all I, I don't know. I guess I'm trying to remember back. I liked subs in high school because it meant you didn't do anything. You watch movies and like it was right. easy. Yeah. But like elementary school must be a little bit different because the kids are used to having like their regimented routine of and now course. it's all up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> as to what they're supposed to be doing yeah. and how they're doing it. Yeah. It's just going to be a mess. So, yeah. So, yeah, here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> Pierre, by the way, he says this is his best part of his day. So, thank you, Pierre. That's nice of you. That's for, awesome. For That's saying great. That, to be Hopefully. on with us. Yeah. All right. So, CLV Society trash can last night. Unbelievable. As the under 211 <laughs> did not matter. 209, 207 didn't matter what number you bet to the under for Nick's Celtics last night. They <laughs> all failed to cash, including mine. The 211. You tweeted it early too. Like I, I, I saw you. I was on the air, but I, I was on a commercial. I'm trying to learn how to multitask do all these things that you do and have six screens up and watch the Twitter feed while I'm talking to people on the air, watching a game. And I saw your tweet like, oh, this could be headed to overtime. Like something you said. And I was like, uh-oh. Like I that said, was please the, no, yeah, please no OT because that was going right. to kill it. And then it had that one possession where it was under. If Tatum misses that shot, you're in. Seconds, well, I don't know because they probably foul. So like it's a little, but maybe it gets to like two ten and stops. So I, I, would, thought, I had I had the CLV tweet teed up. I was like yeah. the only one at one was the two eleven. That's why yeah. that's why it's important to get the number. And then when Tatum hit it, I was like. Dead. I can't believe he just did that. Like, we're at 210. Once he hits right. it, we're at, we're at 210 and we're done. <laughs> and, then, and then Barrett banks the three. <laughs> I mean, Boston is so bad. I, I wasn't even mad. Like, Nick fans were like trying to talk what? trash. I'm like, I don't even like, go ahead, talk, talk your talk. Like, uh, that's fine. Boston right now is an abject disaster. And that roster, they're up 25 points on the road and they blow that. I mean, that's just. I, what does that tell you about NBA right now? Like they're not the only ones that that's happened to. I mean, 25 points is a lot, but like a 15 point lead in the first half doesn't mean anything right now in the NBA. And you can see the swings. That's why like we talk about this in game all the time. There's so much opportunity on different, you know, ways to bet it and stuff. And like, I mean, you could, I was watching the game and I was like, they're definitely coming back here. You could just it's tell energy. Yeah. Well, well, with the the Celtics don't have that. What I, I, what is the word I'm looking for? It, Killer instinct or like like yeah, when no, you just, just, just the it factor. They don't have the it. They, they don't have that leader, that alpha. They don't have the give me the ball, get out of the way because they're constantly worried about Jason and Jalen. Right? They've got to satisfy two masters. It's not one superstar in one team. That's why people have often in Boston brought up. You have to pick. 
And people are like, no, you don't play with them both. It's like, okay, you can have Jason and Jalen be on the same team. If you have an alpha, bring in an alpha, bring in, you need that veteran. And Kemba was supposed to be that guy. Kemba Walker was supposed to be that veteran presence. That guy of like, when the two brothers are bickering, shut up, give me the ball and move. I'm scoring. And they don't have that. So you've got a bunch of pieces that just sort of on, on a given night, like Tatum is the better player. If you watch the two guys, Jason Tatum's the better scorer. He's the better weapon. But Jalen Brown does a lot of the things that Jason Tatum doesn't really do. He rebounds. He plays defense. He's, he's more of right. an athlete than Tatum is. So they can complement each other. But like in a game like that where the sandcastle is melting into the sea, <laughs> there's, there's nobody to step in and be like, yeah, guys, hold up. I'm not letting this happen. Give me the ball. There's no Chris Paul. You know, there's nobody. Even on if that they have like a physical presence, like to just foul somebody hard and like stop well, the momentum. Like, I mean, that's market smart. They've got that. Yeah, They've but got we that don't do it enough. Know. Like that. It just, you can't. Yeah. It's you're right though. Like there's no, there's no kind of like uh, what Elite. I would call firemen. Like yeah, to put out Elite the fire. Guy. Yeah. Just, just get behind the chief. And go. Right. And, you know, it's one night it's going to be you. Another night it might be you. But when we really need it or something like that's happening, give me the ball. Relax. And, and yeah. oh, man, it was it was watching it. I'm like, geez, this team's really they may not make the play in tournament. And I was liking the Knicks a lot in that game just because I think there's some moxie there. And I think that there's, you know, MSG. I'm always at, I look, I hate the Knicks and I hate New York, yeah. but I love when the Knicks are good because it's better for the NBA. That building is, is so historic. It's rocking. It's electric. just it's, it's such a hard place to play. The league is better when the Knicks are good. And the Knicks aren't good, but you saw something, you know. I I've I like that team at the end of last year. I started to really like the way that team was built. Yeah. And I and I and I, and I like the way they play. And and you know, the whole Kemba fiasco has been interesting to watch and him being shut down and then coming back and scoring 45 right. points and whatnot. So it's I mean, they're not a a danger in the East, but there's still a team that like on a given night, they can hurt you and, and do some big things. And and it's, you know, Randall's a fun player. I mean, he's just, he's a fun player to Did watch. Did you see him do the thumbs down? I didn't see it. With what? To, to who? I guess afterward he was doing the thumbs down thing that the Mets guys did because the fans uh, were booing in the first half uh, and all uh, this stuff. And he was kind of like, good. yeah. So it's, there's an art and a and a skin that you have to have to play in New York. You're gonna get buried when you ain't giving it your best or you ain't having success. You're gonna get it. And if you have those rabbit ears and you hear the chirps and you hear all the noise and you respond back, you might get traded to the Tigers like Baez did. Like you, 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 you're gone. I mean, you can't survive. Bobby Bonilla was a you know major league player with success. He went and signed with the Mets back in the day. He was wearing earplugs by May. He was like, he couldn't, he couldn't take it. He thought he could do it. So you, I think I give those guys credit that have had success in New York. Um, but you're right. It's it's definitely more fun when they're better. And there's just an electricity in certain places, in venues, in sports. That's one of them, man. It it it, it uh, for a January game in the last week of the NFL season. It's one of the places where I won't mind watching. 
and there was nothing else up against it. I mean, it's nationally televised TNT game, yeah. good game. I mean, good fourth quarter, fun game to watch, two powerhouse, two big markets, two rivals. I mean, it was everything you wanted in a game, except that Boston went up big and then they fell apart. And then it was like, okay, guys, you really going to blow this? And like, yep. If you bet oh. the Knicks live down 25, great value, <laughs> great value. And again, I was, we were saying yesterday, why were the Boston Celtics favored in that game? Like they had no business being favored in that game. No. And I mean, they almost won it, but like uh, people ask me all the time, what is the book? Oh, sometimes the book doesn't know anything either. Like you just put up a number and see where it gets bet. I think, you know, that game open pick and people bet it to Boston favored and then nobody took the Knicks. That's why they stayed favored. We looked at the game early in the morning and asked that exact question. Um, had a great number. And still lost. I mean, that's that's what this that's what, why we're doing the show. There's Boston could have won by two, and then it would have been a cover by the Knicks. I mean, it, the, the number was right. I mean, I mean, one yeah. of the teams, it was a one possession game, one way or the other. Right. So it was just it didn't really matter. It took was a Boston roundabout way to get there. <laughs> yeah, right. Know, took the long road. Took the long road. Turned into a one possession game at the end, yeah. right around the total. So it was crazy. All right. So we're both wearing the hats. I got the Raider. You got the Charger. Charger. Yep. I don't wear jerseys, but you're wearing the jersey. So you got all that going. Yep. Raiders and Chargers both have come out now this morning and yesterday saying they will not tie. No. So our, our dream of having Armageddon. You knew that. <laughs> we're going to tie. Are they totally. lying? Are they just saying that to get everyone off the scent? Listen, there's a lot of propaganda going on in NFL press conferences and sound bites all week. Like there's a lot of guys saying they're playing and ain't. There's guys saying they're not, and they are. Like, they're going to play more than people think. I mean, there's, who knows what's going on this week? But one thing I could assure you is that the Raiders and the Chargers are not going to tie on Sunday night. <laughs> no way, no how are they tying. No way. I would love to see it. It would be awesome. It'd would be not so, love so to so see it. I Don't. would love to see it. I, would, I, I love chaos. You, you, you'll get to know this about me, Dave. I, I love know. chaos. I know the, more, the more chaos in sports, the more what the WTF we can get, <laughs> the more I love it. Like, just give me absolute nonsense of like, did that really just happen? Well, that will be it. If you get this crazy tie thing on Sunday... <laughs> Everybody got to figure out who's playing. Who, who? So who's the sixth seed and who's the seventh seed in that situation? The Chargers are the six and the Raiders are the seven. Because the Chargers won the first game. Yes, it would be one zero and one. So, so yes. who's out? Uh, the Colts can win. Yeah. Well, no, remember because it has to come down to the Colts losing to the Jags, so the Colts would be out. Oh, okay. So the only way the scenario the oh, only way the scenario works is if the, the Colts, Colts lose. lose. Yes, the Colts have to lose. And that's why we will know before the game. That's the scenario. Colts get beat by the Jags. They are one 11 and one (laughs) ATS over the last 13 years at Jacksonville. They're and six straight up in their last six straight six, six trips with good teams. Okay. They haven't won there since 2014. Like we talked about earlier in the week. So the scenario is Jags rise up Jags, Shock the world, beat the Colts <laughs> for the clowns. And then, for the clowns, they win all, it all. all for, for all the clown fans, <laughs> all the fans in the in the stands wearing clown costumes, which I cannot wait to watch that game. Can't by the way, I watch. I hope that there's like thirty thousand clowns. Like oh. anybody, anybody with a clown phobia, maybe the game to avoid. But I, <laughs> I, I I hope that we see clowns in the stands. It'll be so fun. So that then the Jags somehow, some way, destroy and win. 
Then we go to Sunday night. And if both teams tie, they're both in. So the Patriots would be the five or the Bills, whoever wins that game. Right. And then six would be the Chargers. Seven would be the Raiders. So we would get Raiders Chiefs. In Arrowhead. Oh, gigantic number. Oh, huge number. At least huge 10 number. again. Yeah, yeah, playoff double digit. Yeah. And the Chargers get the uh, – well, the Chargers get the Bengals. The Bengals don't want to see the Chargers. That's a team that can outscore them. True, and they did early in the year. They beat Ooh. them. They, they beat, beat them, them in Cincy. Yeah, they beat them badly. Yeah. So Ooh, over. That game will be an over. See, we'll have all the we'll, – we'll, I mean, I'm going to just fall right into it. Sunday night, as soon as the Raider game ends and we know the scenarios, I'll, I'll already have text and people numbers and stuff. I can't wait. It was always fun to come with your first number, your first thought. Maybe we'll do it. We'll trade text and like, all right, what do you think this line's going to be? What do you think this line's going to be? And we'll try to pop in our thoughts before the, the numbers line. pop in. Yeah, yeah, because that's always fun. That, that gives you, I think – you know, for people listening to the show and like trying to get better at this, I tell people all the time, try to make your own numbers, like however process you can. And that's one of the ways we used to do it. Me and a guy who I was a partner with in the, in the Westgate contest every Sunday, when the Sunday night game kicked off, we were both done with our shift. We would go sit for 30 minutes, take blank sheets and make numbers without knowing the result of the Sunday night game or the Monday night game, but doing the numbers before we looked at anything. Now we had look aheads and we knew all that stuff. So it was a little easier process, but yeah, we'll have it all. We'll know, we'll know all the matchups. I can't, I can't wait. What if Kansas city loses to Denver on Saturday night? That'll make everything. Why? Well, because now teams will have the opportunity to jump them, let alone play for the one seat. Who? I mean, Cincinnati they've already won the. They, Cincinnati won the, can beat it too. They've won the West. Yeah, does that matter all that much? I mean, if, if you're not, they the don't want to play two road games. They don't want to play two road games. No, but they're guaranteed one home game. They're guaranteed a they're home. Guaranteed game. They one home game, but then they, they got. The but if they stay the two seed, like if they would lose to Denver, they might have to go on the road again, two times. Oh, I was just saying. Okay. You know, yeah. so instead, if they stay the two seed, they play the second game at home, no matter who they play. That's a little easier road. All right. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah that's fair. All right. So, what we're going to do here is we're going to go through some of the prop bets that props aren't out yet, but some of the incentives that may or may not be hit. And we'll kind of guesstimate what a line might be from the books in a prop perspective and whether or not we're going to jump in on it. So, let's this start is with crazy, by the way. This. The fact that we know the incentive clauses. Not all of them, but we know some of them. Yeah, we know a lot of them. If the contracts come out, people have gone through and scoured the contracts to post and see what these guys need. So, yeah, it's just become a a interesting like battle between betters and books and trying to set numbers. And the books have taken the offensive and not put the numbers up. It's Friday. They're usually up by now for the weekend. And you're like. Listen, man, we don't know who's playing yet. We don't know who's playing for what contract incentives. It's it's an interesting thing that's happened in the last two years with books expansion to different states and stuff. It's a new market. I mean, it's just, this is really interesting. So this game is tomorrow, Dave. This game's tomorrow. And we don't have props on the on the Eagles Cowboys. Props aren't out yet for this game, which is like, wait, 
what? <laughs> You're right. So Zeke has destroyed the Eagles in his career. He has. There's no, there's no money tied to this, but for a running back, getting to a thousand yards is a nice feather in your cap. This has been about the passing offense for Dallas. And people have said that Zeke is washed up. Zeke has is overpaid. He hasn't done and delivered. Do you like Ezekiel Elliott to get 85 yards rushing tomorrow to get to a thousand yards on the season? No. Ooh. 69. I, his average is 69. By the way. Yeah. I, I, I mean, unless he breaks one off, he, which he could do, but like, he don't even look like he's running hard. For, well, just healthy. You know, like there's a difference where you see guys running healthy and then you see after five, six years of the constant grind and getting all those carries, they just not like running backs age so fast. Um, no, I, I I can't figure out why anybody that's going to play for real in the playoff games for Dallas is going to be playing tomorrow in any sort of real way. It may start the game, but, like, what is their incentive? I could not understand this line move all the way up because of the COVID news for the Eagles. Like, the Eagles are the young team right now that are trying to maintain the momentum. They're going to play. They're at home. It's a night game in Philadelphia, and it's freezing. Dallas can't get nobody hurt. That gets hurt, it's done. I mean, if Zeke gets hurt, it's not the end of the world, but it's almost done. Any one of them wide receivers, they need them all if they're going to make a run to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't play nobody. Interesting, because I could see them just getting their running game in order and just running Zeke. And like, like that's it. Like, we're just, we're not going to get Dak hurt. We're not going to get the wide receivers hurt. We're just going to run the ball and we're going to get the running back work. And so Zeke gets like 25 carries, just something ridiculous. Now, could he get hurt? Yeah, it could get hurt, but you can get hurt doing anything. So I just, you have to play the game. So, like, at what level, and the Eagles and the Cowboys hate each other, the Cowboys still have a chance for the two seed, or is that gone? They have to have six things happen. They're pretty much locked into the four. Okay. So I don't know. I, I think a conservative game plan and getting Zeke a thousand yards could happen. I'll be very curious because as, as I said, 69 is the number is average. His prop bets have been anywhere from 58 yards to 65 yards kind of all season long. Right. If they hang a 75 or an 80, Oh, that's an under for sure. Right. Yeah. I would agree. It sounds like an 80. It sounds like a, like a bet you'd make for the under. And in the books, I'm assuming, will know that. So, if the, But if, they, if the books hang an average of a 60 on him, on him, I'll bet the over. I will say that they will open the number closer to that number than the incentive number. I would agree. Because so a, lot of the, a lot of the process of doing it is, is I mean, I've told you this, it's automated. Right. They scrape the averages. They build the prop in the system, and it, boom, it plugs the number in. And then they shade the juice and hit open, and it's ready to be bet. And now bettors and market makers will shape it. With That's what we call it when they bet it. And then first bet comes in over for the limit. If you take 500 again, you know, on the, on the thing, you move it to I, – I mean, everybody moves it different. I've, I've debated this – for years, how do you move a yardage prop for a running back? Some people move it three yards. Some people move it 10 yards. Some people move it in between. Sometimes it's programmed. If you take a limit bet, you move it a percentage of what it is. So if it's 60 and you have it to move 
8%, it moves five yards. If it, you know, if it's programmed to move 12%, it moves six and a half or seven or whatever. So um, when do you think they'll come out? I, I will tell you this. I don't think they're going to come out today. I, I agree. think it's day of game morning props. And oh, by the way, the entire state of New York is going live tomorrow. So on top of everything else, we're going to do the props in the morning and put them up. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my goodness. Gambling Twitter is going to go crazy. They're just going to copy the offshores. We know what's going to happen on that. I mean, they're just they don't even have them up. The offshores. Yeah, I don't know if the offshores are even going to do it. Interesting. Yeah. Offshores aren't even going to do it. Wow. Well, that would that would be uh, really interesting for some people that look at those and and need numbers. So, by the way, do you like do you like the the Cowboys tomorrow? No, to cover to cover. No, I like the Eagles. Home four and a half point dogs. All right, Uh, no Joe Burrow. It's it's going it's backup quarterback time in Cincinnati. Jamar Chase needs forty four yards to set the rookie yardage receiving record. Is it worth it to put him out there? He goes down. Your whole team looks very different in the playoffs. See, I mean, this one feels different to me because it's a rookie and it's another. I mean, he's the leader market wise to win the rookie of the year now. Like this would be not punch his ticket, but it would be another check notch on the belt, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. like we, we checked the box, like, look, he just set the rookie yards, you know, uh, receiving record. Granted, he did it in an extra game. We're going to have this debate now on all these records that are going to break because they got an extra game. Um, but man, if he plays, he's going to get it. Isn't he? I mean, who are they going to, who are they going to throw to? He's had some dud games though. He could, he could play the first quarter and then say, all right, Jamarcus, you're out. Can't have you. I would agree. His average touchdown reception length this season is 38.7 yards, which is stupid. If you think about it. So he could do it on one catch. And maybe in the first series, you just get him the record and get him out. You know, maybe you just force feed him right. and say, hey, we're going to throw you two bombs. And th- that's your shot. If you catch them, great. <laughs> and then you're done. And we're sitting you down. You know, I I, I just wonder. Who's his t- backup? Who's playing? Uh, hold on. I, I know the answer to this question, but I'm blanking. I don't even know without looking. Yes, you do. It's it's um, hold on. We know who he is because it's he played when Burrow got hurt. Uh, let's see. Uh, it is. Oops. Wrong one. It is for Brandon Allen is playing. For the Bengals. Now I need him to make the throws to get the right. 44 yards. Another point. Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. <laughs> This is this is this isn't no this is no shoe in. This is so what, this what would you what would you set a receiving prop at then? Where'd you go? What number? What is his, his average? His, his average is like fifty something. Like fifty. Is it, I was gonna say fifty. Yeah, it's somewhere in that range for his average. Because he's I mean, he's had many no show games this year. That's my number one knock on Jamar Chase for offensive rookie of the year. Is that if you go through his what? he's had four monster games, but he's also had six complete duds or like two been, catches for 22 yards and stuff. He's had right? a one. He's had a one catch for three yard game. I mean, he's been played the whole been, game. He had one catch for three yards. 
Uh-huh. He's been he went through the whole month of November as a ghost. He was just gone. Yeah, so, he was he was the locked out. Like they locked him down yep. in those games. There's no question. They picked whoever played him that whole month. He was he, you're right. He was a ghost. He was a he was a decoy. He yep. was, you know, doubled, bracketed, whatever the terms are. Right. Um that's why man. Higgins went crazy. That that's why they were able to get Boyd, the ball around. Boyd had it so Boyd went nuts. Yeah. There were the, yeah. those guys were huge in in stuff and in uh those games. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, Boyd had, I mean, Tyler Boyd had a couple monster games, games. In, yeah. in the wake of that because they had to, they decided, you're right, we're taking away Jamar Chase. Their tight end had a couple of really big games yeah. catch, catching the football. So they have multiple other weapons. Mixon ran the ball really well. So, like, it's, but I don't know. I mean, this to me feels like a book could get burned on the under because the team could say, hey, you get one shot or two shots at this. If you don't get it, you're done. And I'm assuming. The Browns know this. This game is <laughs> Sunday at one o'clock Eastern, ten o'clock Pacific. You might not see the prop until three hours before the game. That's you incredible. might not see the prop until three hours before the game. I don't know if you even have a time to decide. Um, wow. I I mean, Brandon Allen has to complete enough passes. Could be one. Could be. It might take five. You know. Um, and he may you know, be in a game long enough to get five. I, my first thought would be under. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to this game here next. So Gronk gets a half a million each. Ooh. If he gets seven catches and 85 yards coming up on Sunday. Now they just announced uh Bama mafia on our live YouTube, Twitter chat. He's saying Kansas city. I think he means Tampa Bay that Ronald Jones, JPP, Barrett, Watson, Robinson are all out. That the basically the defense for the Bucks is going to sit down and not play. And then if Ronald Jones is out, that means no Fournette, no Ronald Jones. So more heavy passing. Brady has a has all these different in, uh, incentives for money available. Like if he throws for 480 yards, he becomes the all time. He wins the passing record, and he becomes the all time leader in leading the NFL each year in yardage. But like, I don't think Brady doesn't give a flip about money. A million no. bucks, a million bucks to Gronk's a million bucks. Okay. And I think Brady will want to give Gronk a chance to get here. So if you don't have a running game and you're going to be passing a lot here in this game, do you like Gronk to go for seven for 85? That's a bunch more catches than what he normally gets. Right. He's normally, he's normally three or four a game and 85 yards. He's a red zone guy. He's, you know, two touchdowns <laughs> in 35 yards. That's basically what Gronk has been this year. Jeez. But it's a million like, bucks. Can you imagine? Can you imagine we ever get to the point where we have an incentive <laughs> for, for a million bucks? Million bucks? No, it's not happening, my friend. So just I know, but like, I mean, <laughs> don't say it ain't ever happening. Who knows? <laughs> but I mean, for Gronk, if I got to decide between those two, give me the catches. Because they know if he gets seven catches, he might catch four two-yard passes. That Just I can agree. Yeah, say hot and throw you the ball and get tackled. And, tight, and, tight end screens. And, yeah. yeah. And then he goes to the line and audibles his number again. Step off the line. I'm going to throw you the ball. Like, we're going to get the seven. The 85 might be a tough ask. Um, I would Big. go under that. I mean, because that his average – Prop is probably what 40 
Well, just to give you an idea, okay? So against the Cowboys, he had 90, Falcons 39, Rams 55, Giants 71. His high of the season is is seven catches for 123 against the Colts. Uh, Falcons four for 58, Bills five for 62. Last week, he had seven for 115 against the Jets. That's yeah, his that's, second base. That's why A.B., took his uniform off because Gronk right. was getting all the passes because he knows that Gronk's getting his million and he ain't. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think Gronk gets the pass, gets the receptions. I, the yards, he's got to break one. Uh, it's going to be close. His yardage props anywhere probably between 50 and 60. I would guess 52 and a half, 55 and a half, somewhere around there. I think that's a tough ask to, to get 85 yards. Why are right. they playing? Because Brady plays. Brady never sits. He always plays. We never used sits. to say this in the book all the time. But like the only time I thought he should have played when they had all this stuff clinched was when they were undefeated. Like I wanted him to play in that Giants game. Like he had to play. You got you you're not sitting and blowing this 15 and 0. I wanted it's to men- see that. It's show. a mentality though. It's like it's going into it as like taking your foot off the gas gets you hurt. Versus right. playing hard and going at it all the time. Right. Like yep. at the boxing gym, uh, there's always these big arguments that, that, that I have because Kenny Adams is a legendary trainer and he always yells at people because like if you're sparring at 50%, he gets really pissed. Right. And he's like, he's like, he's like we spar as we fight. And I'm like, dude, like, <laughs> like this is not necessarily, you don't have to do that. There's all different, you know, thought processes yeah. behind it. Just like in the NFL, there's all different thought processes behind it. Kenny's old school. He goes hundred percent. You're sparring, you're fighting. There's no difference. Like, no, no I like Kenny. That's the way I am. I'm opposite on that. I, I don't think you need to go hard sparring your whole life and get concussed consistently. And Brady <laughs> Brady playing is different because nobody touches the quarterback in the NFL. So I, I think I'm comfortable Brady playing, but it's more in his brain of like, I'm not sitting down. No one's taking my job. Like, I think Brady has always played with the idea that he got a start in a career based upon the injury to Drew Bledsoe. So he always has approached it as like, I'm never giving this up. Like you're never coming in and showing anyone what you could do in my position, which I respect, by the way, I like that. Like, right. Why give somebody that stage? Because then, I mean, how many times have we seen a backup quarterback play and you're like, damn, like look at Tyler Huntley for the Ravens. People on Twitter are like Lamar, who like, why isn't this guy the starting quarterback? Yeah. So you well, everybody loves the backup quarterback when he comes in and wins or plays well. I mean, Taylor Heineke. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all the, I mean sure. But, but Brady I, knows that. And he's like, uh-uh, all right. give me the ball. Like, get out of here. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the quarterback. Well, I mean, and that was Belichick's way, too. He didn't sit anybody. They, they, they played when they had the division clinched. They had the number one seed clinched. It didn't matter. They played. They played into the third quarter. They, they The only time – I mean, I remember him doing a sneak – in the fourth quarter of a game, Brady, they called a fourth down sneak. I was like, I remember I was in the risk. I'm like, what is he doing? But that's the that's the only way. And listen, when I coach the kids, I tell them the same thing. Either don't do the drill or do it like at a hundred. Because what are we doing? If we're doing it at 50%, there's a reason why. So we're doing certain drills at 50%. So you learn how to do it. So then when we do it for real, do it a hundred. I respect that. He's definitely. Did you see the Devontae Adams quote that went viral? No. Uh, He made the exact quote about 
Instagram wide receivers. He's like, you don't see me on Instagram posting my stuff. I do everything at a hundred percent. I don't need to post it anywhere. We work like we play. It was, it was pretty cool. Look it up. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a good clip from Devontae right. Adams. You're like, oh, it's nice. hard to see it. All right. Cooper cup needs 12 catches and 136 yards to break the receptions and the yard record in game one against the, against the Niners. He had 11 catches for a buck 22. <laughs> All right. I mean, this is history. Now he says it's not his record because he's doing it in 17 games versus 16 games with Calvin Johnson and whatnot, but it's still history. It's in your grasps. Do you go for it? If you're Cooper cup and Matthew Stafford, they can't cover this guy all season. Like he's been able to do it when there was no records in jeopardy of going down. Um, would this this wouldn't even be his highest game yardage wise? Right, he's done more than this before, and he came close to these numbers in the first game against San Francisco. I just have a feeling that game is going to dictate a different script. I don't know; these numbers seem like I mean, not that his props coming what one hundred five, maybe one hundred eight. It was one ten and a half against the Ravens last week. Yeah, I know that was too high. It was it, it went under. By 15 yards. So yeah, what's was, so what's the prop this week? One, I'm thinking 105 and a half. It's but over he 100. One, he needs 136. I know, but what he needs and what he's going to get are two different things. You can't True, make but it you, don't you have to because you're going to get all under bets. Yeah, but Limit you might bets. win. But you might win. You might win all those bets. I'm I mean, just go through it. Okay. For him to get 136, he had 163 against the Colts. He had 156 against the Lions. He had 136 against the Seahawks. He's had three games at or over this number this season. This is not like a over crazy adjustment. What if they're they gotta- losing like by 14 in the third quarter, he's got eight catches for 95. Is he, is he, did I keep? Trucking them out there. I mean, the game's over. San Francisco is going to win. Yeah, but the Rams are at home. So, like, it means something for San Francisco. They've got to win this game. The Niners don't. Niners don't have to win this game. But no, I think reverse they, it. The Rams have to. The Rams don't have to win the game. No, Niners have to win the game. Yeah, then Ra- you Rams said, don't. Oh, sorry. Right. Said, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. said the Rams have to win. No, the Niners. Oh, sorry. Have to win. Right. Niners win the game. Rams. Rams. Don't. Right. But it's at home. And we know what LA likes. LA likes winners. That's for sure. And history is history and dropping the confetti and celebrating Cooper cup and putting him on a billboard and making him be the face of the franchise. I don't know. I know McFay doesn't do this stuff, but it's not like they've got to adjust too many things. They don't to get him to this record, to get him to have the receptions and to get him 12 catches is not crazy for him to get. No. In, I mean, he's had 13 against the Cardinals. That was his season high, but he's had 11 against the Niners, against the Titans, 10 against the Lions, 10 against the Vikings. I mean, you can just dink and dunk and say, we'll get you the reception record. And if you break one, great. Now you Same got thought deal. process. As the far grunk. as betting it, same yep. thought process. This is the Gronk one. It's gotcha. these reception ones. I like the number quantity of receptions. I mean, he needs 12. If he's got nine in the third through three quarters, you can guarantee they're doing a couple bubble screens and a quick slant. He's getting 12. If he's only got four, 
in the first half. Now it might be a stretch to try to force feed him, or you know they'll go deep on one like yeah. he just didn't make that motion. Okay, that'll be a little bit different. Um, but I think I think the game script that you're right. They don't have to change anything. He gets the receptions, the yardage thing may be a, a big sweat. I mean, personally, it would be pretty cool because I love the way that guy plays. I mean, you want to talk about playing at a hundred. He plays at 100 every single play. All right, we got a bunch more leads to get to. We have a big better to book it, too, because we, we have the whole weekend to get oh into boy. with the NFL. Uh, all right, so Thomas is asking about this. I'll skip ahead to where I was going to have this later, but Thomas is asking about the TJ Watt sack record. So TJ Watt for the Steelers needs one and a half sacks to break Michael Strahan's all-time single season sack record. That. Yeah? He's getting that. So it's at DraftKings at minus 130 right now. You can bet him to get over one and a half, to get over one sack. So two sacks over, for over one. So if he gets a half sack, it's good. Oh, uh, hold on. No, it's over. Yeah, it's, it's over. one. And a, you know, it's one and a half sacks at minus one thirty. So he needs two to 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 win the mm. prop, and one and a half to get the record. I mean, that's the that's the hard part. Now he needs, the half sack stuff. Why do they give half sacks? I that's don't so know. It's dumb. it's it's it really so is. frustrating because I don't know who's grading it, and then you're sitting there waiting. You got to get three sources to grade these things because you know NFL.com has one, ESPN has one, somebody has one, somebody has one and a half. What's the real number? I hate the half sack thing, but he's getting one, and is he going to assist on another one so he gets half a sack? And how do they determine when three guys hit the quarterback, they don't get a third, like two guys get a half or three guys get a half. So now that's three over two. That's 1.5 on one sack. Who I, I hate this prop so much, but he's getting it. Like he's okay. going to, if, if he's, if he gets one early, you can guarantee it's like, look, just, I mean, every play you just rush the quarterback. Don't worry about and contain and all that other stuff, TJ. Get in there and get the sack record because that would be. I think that one still has a um, oh yeah a little cachet. I would say I would yeah of course all time single season sack record. Of course he's the highest paid player on uh, d- defensive player in the NFL already. So not to say that the Steelers want some justification, but it does it does look good on the cryon on the little bubble on the screen. Yeah. TJ Watt, uh, single season all time sack leader. So. Yeah, I think I I think he gets this easily. I, Betting I really, it though, I really, it may fall on the number. That's okay. I mean, then it pushes. That's right. fine. Yeah. I mean, but but minus one thirty is not heavy juice. If you want to drop, no, uh, that's okay. Yeah, it's up right now at DraftKings. You guys want to bet it right now uh, for him to go ahead and do that with one and a half sacks. So I do like the over on that. I do think he's going to get two sacks. I think I think you're right. They'll blitz him. Steelers are still playing for something, so it helps. You know, if they're down or you know trying to get the ball back or whatever. Watts going to the quarterback. <laughs> like he's just, he's going, you need to, Hey, just pin your ears back. Is there uh, a prop total for that game? Just a, a general prop total. Cause the prop totals is like the sack prop is one of the most bet on game props of hmm. all the props because it's easy. And it's the same number every game. It's either three and a half, four or four and a half hmm. every single game. And combined then, or each team combined, combined sacks in a game. Is either it's for for beginning of time since I started doing it, it's either three and a half over juice, four pretty flat, or four and a half and under juice. And you would be shocked, no matter like the nine sack game against Cleveland on Monday night is the anomaly. The sacks, no matter who's playing in the NFL, 
falls three, four, or five, like 80% of the time. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. It's incredible. Three, it's four, incredible. or five. I'm trying to think. Of, so the TJ Watt game, if he gets two, we're going over three and a half for the game, right? Correct. That's why I asked because you got to see what the what the sack prop is because if somebody's looking, somebody's paying attention, and they bump that up to five, then they're thinking ahead too. But if they're not, if they're sleeping at the wheel or just letting the automated thing pop the number in, it's three and a half combined sacks, and he's going for the record. They're going to try to get him at least one and a half, two. Now you only need two more from the whole game from everybody else to get that bet over. That may be a play as well. I like that. I like that a lot. Just because of the two teams playing too. I mean, we know Big Ben doesn't move. He gets (laughs) sacked every game now. He used to avoid like where it would be only maybe one, but he's getting playing Baltimore. He's getting sacked once minimum. Crazy stat. So Big Ben is 18 and 10 all time against the Ravens. Yeah. He has a negative three point differential in those games. Yeah, there was a couple blowouts. That's wild. You have you're plus eight in the wins and you're negative three in your point differential. A couple of them That's losses a- were bad, but when, listen, when the Ravens could lay it on the Steelers, they did. It was a couple <laughs> like 44 to six games, and you know, where like they he got hurt the one game. And then the backup came in. They got destroyed. Uh, I remember that one because I had to wear. There might be another one Sunday, by the way. You think? It might be. Everybody's bailing out of the game. The whole offensive line's not playing. Like, I saw that today. I was like, oh, no. Glad we got the moment on Monday because (laughs) this one one could go really bad. You're right. I had to wear my kid's kindergarten teacher was from Baltimore and was a Ravens fan, and we made a bet. And that game that Ben got hurt, I had to go into school and pick her up and wear the Ravens shirt. Ouch. T-shirt and hat. Ouch. Terrible. It was the only time I ever wore the Ravens stuff. So Kyle Pitts got hurt last week against the Bills. Came out of the game. Hurt his hamstring. Cold weather hamstring. He's been fighting to get on the field Sunday. He <laughs> wants to play. Not just because it's the Saints. He needs 59 yards to break Mike Dicka's single season tight end receiving yards record one what's the prop and two are you careful are you, are, are you careful with them if you're the falcons or do you say all right go out there we'll force feed you and get you out of there as fast as possible um this guy's the future of the franchise this record don't mean nothing as far as the franchise goes as far you know we got to protect our asset here this guy is we're going to build the offense around him we're gonna get you know it's gonna make take a year or two whatever but it's a hamstring though i mean they're not going to the playoffs so like i know hamstrings are funky and you can but like oh. tell them go run 65 75 don't go crazy and we'll just get open you know do a button hook for 10 yards and what ding, would your ding, boxing ding, ding. trainer say right now go run 60 percent and do this you you run 60 percent on the field in the nfl you could be yeah. blasted by the way he's not my boxing trainer kenny adams is not my trainer fyi he's at right. my gym training okay. professional All fighters right. and not training 44 year old dudes but <laughs> yes kenny would say go 100 percent, go hard and go play or don't go no, he's like, he'd say go. <laughs> he he'd say, say go, even hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd say, oh, yeah. He'd say go. He'd say play. It's a hamstring. Suck it up. What the hell's a hamstring? <laughs> That's what he would say. Uh, rub some dirt on it. That's yeah. What they always use like, what's it? What's what? Rub some dirt on it. You'll be what's fine. What's a hamstring? Um, what is the prop? Jeez. 
this is probably a pretty good number. Like this is probably his average. What is he average per game? He's had some uh, monster games, but he's had a lot money. of games so like this. His average is uh, close to six. Wow. 15.4 yards. No, I could be right. No, it's average reception. Sorry. His average um, yards <laughs> per game. Yeah, I got to pull up later. But I mean, he's he, I'm guessing somewhere. I mean, he's had 102 against the Lions. He had 163 against the Dolphins. Big game. 119 against the Jets. Uh, his season low is 13 against the Panthers when he's played. He had two catches for 69 yards last week, including a huge. What did he do against game. New Orleans the first time? Uh, three catches for 62. Had a long of 39. Oh, so he, I mean, he caught half of it in one pass. Yeah. Saints defense, I mean, they're playing for something, right? Don't they play tight ends really tough? I think they're one of the best teams in the league of taking away tight ends. And, I mean, Pitts lines up all over, so it's not like that doesn't actually maybe fit the mold exactly. Let me tell you you right now. So, against tight ends. Uh, I would bet under. They're pretty good. I mean, yeah, you know, they've, they've shut down. Uh, I'm seeing the high for receptions is Ricky seals Jones with five and Dallas Goddard with five on the year. That's it. Everyone else is four. Uh, Hunter Henry had five, but he had five for 36 yards. I mean, nothing. Well, that's the problem, right? Like, so, oh, so just talking it through Pitts's average is 15 yards per reception. So the average this season for against the uh, t- the Saints defense against tight ends in totality, they are uh, they are giving up four point four receptions a game, right. forty two yards per game, yeah. and point one nine touchdowns a game. Under, so, so you're not scoring. Yeah, this looks like Kyle Pitts isn't going to get it. I mean, that would be. I mean, I the mean, worst thing that happens. I mean, if you bet and you don't play, is you get your money back. That's, that's so, I mean, as people that may not know, he's he, he's playing. He, you think he's playing? Oh yeah, Calpis is playing. Yes, um, this is a Joe Burrow situation. Like they drafted Jamar Chase, they're letting Pitts go after this record. He wants this record. He practiced. Yeah, he fought his way onto the practice field on Thursday and Friday. He wants to. He wants to play. They can shut him down, but like with a rookie has a chance to do something special, you kind of want to let him try it. Well, all right. I don't know. What's I don't know if I would I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the number is fifty. The prop number will be fifty on pits. Mm, I'm big I might be a little bit higher. Okay. It might be a little bit higher. Knowing it's fifty nine, it's gonna be I think it's gonna be closer to that number. It'll be a smaller window. It's a good number. I mean, it's not bad. Um, I would just I would might make it a little bit higher. What's the total the average, of the game? The total the average is forty. Yeah, 66 yards a game is Kyle Pitts' average. Okay, so maybe 59. It might be exactly the number. Will he get oh. the record or not? It might just that one might be the one we were talking about yesterday. 59 is probably the number. But the total in the game is only 40. 39 and a half in some places. What year is it? The offenses it's suck. 32. Offenses are awful. I Saints know. Falcons, it's a horrible game. I mean, it's just a horrible game. <laughs> it's a horrible game. I mean, it's just there's nothing fun about that game whatsoever. Who's All right, one more. Back for the Saints. Uh, Taysom Hill. He's going to play? I thought so, yeah. I thought oh, Hill's man. back. I'm right. Taysom Hill's back, right? Okay. Uh, let's see his latest. Um, he, yeah, he, it's, it's Taysom Hill. Yeah, okay. he's playing. So 
He's Falcons are zero and two against Hill as a starter so far, and Taysom Hill might go might go to three and zero. I mean, Taysom the uh, the headline it's rushing props over got to be the play in that game. Probably Falcoholic says that Taysom Hill is the final boss for the Falcons defense, considering they've never beaten him. <laughs> so the SB Nation, the SB Nation site for covering the Falcons is uh, saying that this is a huge moment for the Saints defense to go ahead and, and, to, and try to have this. All right. One more of these before we get yep. to better to book it. Uh, Jalen Waddle needs three catches to break the single season rookie record against the Patriots. He's getting that. I would agree that's, but what's the prop on that? Because the book knows this. We know they're going to, I mean, he had a, he was a ghost last week. I don't know where the hell Waddle went. I was, I mean, it was weird watching some of the, what some of the, um, his stats were just like, I couldn't figure out what the offense was, what the defense was like, why were they just, I mean, three catches for 47 yards against the Titans. This guy had nine, nine and 10 catches how many targets three. did he have? He had three catches. Did they have the targets listed? Um, hold on. He had, I mean, if he was not in part of the game plan, that's a different story. He was targeted uh, seven times. Tua had a rough time with that wet ball. Tua has a rough time. Period. That's Tua just Tua well, just has a, have, has a rough time. Like you, you don't need to caveat with the, you know, it's just Tua has a rough time. <laughs> that, that's what he couldn't throw that ball in that wet in that wet. It was just throw it. anywhere. Just just okay. The world's right. Oh please. I'm so we got not. the home game. He's definitely getting three. I mean the number so targets five. Yeah. So targets five and here. Right? 12, 11, 10, and 9 the previous four weeks. Oh. Had a high of 13 targets twice against the Raiders and against the Jags. Uh, oh, my. He, he's had yeah. 10 catches against the Saints, 10 catches against the Jags, 12 catches against the Raiders. Um, what did he do in the first game against New England? First game against the Patriots, he had five targets, four catches, 61 yards, one touchdown. But it was the first game of the year. Oh, okay. So, rookie right. debut. I'll throw that one away. Yeah. Um, over. You know, the, you know the Pats are taking him away. What, what What does Belichick do? He takes away. He takes yeah. away your your number one weapon. Yeah. He's he's throwing J.C. Jackson on him with safety help over the top and saying to them, "You want to throw it." And now the reason why he'll get the reception record, you want to throw it underneath. You want five catches for you know twenty five yards. Be our guest. But we're not letting you throw that slant route to Waddle where he catches it and goes, and he winds up with right. seventy-five yards. Like we're not right. going to allow that to happen. So, so another one reception over yardage under, probably yeah for Waddle is what I probably would expect. But I mean, that's a pattern working here. The Dolphins would love to beat the Patriots here. Not that it matters much for the Patriots they're in, but seating wise, you know, Patriots. If the miracle of miracles happens and the Bills lose. Pat's losing to the Dolphins would be a kick to the gonads. Oh, that would be terrible. That would be brutal if they could have won the division and didn't happen. Yeah. I don't have a Buffalo Bills anything. I might have to go get a hat if all that happens. If the Bills win, the Patriots Darn that thing. Might have to Darn do that it. <laughs> I don't want to because I don't think the guy – they're not getting to the Super Bowl, but might have to do it. Spills all right. Strong time now for better to book it. We'll do the football first and get to the basketball tonight last because there's plays for Friday that I can talk about here. But uh, let's just start with this one. I made this last night. 
Nice. Titans plus 500 to win the AFC. There you go. That's One unit. Bet. Better I mean, to book it. No, we, we're, we got to bet it because the Titans win Sunday. This price is, dare I say, three plus three to one, most likely. Probably. Yep. So, you know, I wish we would have done it the week before. We would have gotten 12, you know, and when it was the Super Bowl was 25. I couldn't believe it. Um, but, you know, they go to Tennessee or they go to Houston and win. We got a good number and we can work off it. Do you think Henry's yeah. a big factor this week? No, he's not, not playing. All, this, right? He's not playing this week. There's no okay. reason to play Derrick Henry this week. Not it's at all. Work. You, yeah, you can win that game without. Now you know he doesn't yeah, need that dude. That dude doesn't need work. Come on, it's Derrick Henry. In how long? Doesn't matter. You're running back. He does, that doesn't matter. There's no timing issues. There's no stamina worry. What? Like no, 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 no. It's a running back. You don't need to worry about any of that. Line up and have him go full tilt in a practice or two, and he's good to go. Like you think so? Hundred percent. Right. I'm not worried about Derrick Henry in a playoff scenario against the Buffalo Bills in that Swiss cheese of a defensive line. <laughs> See ya. Like goodbye, Henry will be big. So Buffalo listeners, they're all oh whatever. They, they 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 can hate me all they want. Go jump on a table. Uh, so <laughs> I can't wait till they play each other next week. <laughs> oh, I, I hope so. I hope it happens. Let's go. And I hope it sucks. So it's nasty. 15 and raining and wind and pissing off. Yeah, give me all oh, the nasty. You know what you're doing. You're wishing all this bad weather. It's be balmy. January. Probably will be. Probably 50 degrees and sunny. And then I'm screwed. So uh, I, I've never thought of a game where weather matters more than Bills hosting the Patriots. But that game, weather will mean You said everything. it before the game, a week before. You said it the week before. If the weather's good, Buffalo's going to score. And they're dead right. I'm, I'm now, I mean, we saw it. The weather better be bad for Ike. Better be bad. Needs to be bad. But my bet basically is I need the Titans to win one game. And yeah. Get to the AFC Championship game and then we play off of it. So, like, and it's a five to one return for me if they win the AFC, depending on who the opponent is. If I feel like it's a foregone conclusion, I'll let it ride. And then, like I said yesterday, I'm up 12 units in college football. I'm down 12 units in the NFL. So like I was, I've been looking around trying like, how can I make a dent in that down 12? <laughs> like what could I That's potentially a, yeah, get right there? And so there's the possibility of making a five to one return for sure. And- and knocking that down. So that that's my theory. And if nothing less, I can bet the money line on the other side or bet two units on the other side. If they make it to the game, make it to the championship game. Yeah. And lock in profit. What's wrong yeah. with that? And I lock in a, you know, a, a, at least a two unit profit. So right. that, that that's where that that's the angle for the Titans as the one seed. And I agree the second that they become the one seed officially, this number uh, will drop yes. and drop and drop dramatically. All right. Number two, Saturday. I'm not touching Eagles versus too hard. Cowboys. I can't go near it. Too much COVID, too much too hard. Uh, uncertain. No way. But I am confident that the Chiefs are going to destroy Denver. Agree. It's Betting Drew Locke. It. <laughs> like they're going to destroy Drew Locke. I don't know if the NFL did the Chiefs a favor or did the rest of the league a favor, or at least the AFC, by putting them as Saturday. And everyone will know what they need to do, starting with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's like when you play golf. Do you want to go first and have your opponent know? You step up and make that putt, and he has to make it. Or do you want to go second and know what you have to get? Two different arguments. Everybody's different. 
I love Kansas City in this spot because they're going to go and they're going to play. They're not worried about resting. They're not. Wor- they're playing to make sure that Tennessee knows that they got to go to Houston and win. That Cincinnati's taking the day off. Okay, none of y'all are playing. That's fine. Buffalo can't really rise up. New England can win and have a couple of those teams lose and beat a one seat. Okay, he can jump them, but no, no, we're gonna go. Drew Law. How many points is Denver gonna score? What's a team ten. total? Denver. You think ten? Uh, I'll give him ten points. As well, as well, I'll give Denver. Oh, we got to bet Denver team total. My handicap is 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 a twenty eight ten win. Is what I believe the game will be. Twenty eight ten stays under forty five. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's my personal handicap. It's a why I think the game's gonna go. The team total for. Uh, let's see for the KC is 27 and a half in the home is 16 and a half, 16 and a half. See, I mean, you know, as a formula, you just kind of take the, the game total and you divide it up with the, you know, home team scoring and you 16 and a half. There is no way in hell Denver's getting 16 and a half points. Unless you get a, a fluky kick return touchdown that's the only way Fumble I mean, return touchdown something you know, funky is going to happen right Dang, two touchdowns and a field goal i can't see it there's guys on kansas city that are going for incentives defensively and stuff that weren't um probably even they were probably thrown in their contracts as an afterthought like yeah give them the sacks thing give them this thing and now they're this close to getting 250,000 500,000 they know that too but how's Denver? I mean, Denver's going to slow them down again. They slowed them down already in Kansas City. I think Kansas City plays with their foot on the gas, scores 31. It, Denver ain't getting enough. They're not getting 21. 31 points. That's it. That's a bet. No question. Next play Ravens minus four and a half. Oh, and potentially perfect. the money line, too. I have Steelers under eight and a half wins man, on this. Man, come on. We betting or booking? You can pick which one you like better or least, or, or bet them both if you want, or book them both if you want. I think the Ravens are going to torch your Steelers. This is I the classic. This is the classic Harbaugh game. Doesn't mean anything for the Ravens. <laughs> You're right. That's true. It doesn't mean anything, but we're going to bleep you up. We're just going to go in, and this is our time. Bleep you, Mike Tomlin. Bleep you, Ben Roethlisberger. In your last, in your last game in an NFL uniform, we're gonna stick up. that knife deep, and we're just gonna twist. Going, <laughs> making me mad. We're gonna twist that knife because that's what John Harbaugh lives to do. This is this is this is now you got me. I mean, it's not even Sunday yet. Now we can't wait for the game. Um. This could go very bad. This could go. You're absolutely right. All that narrative is absolutely right. Um, I'm taking the points for sure. Okay. Because um, it's a field goal game. So you give me more than, a, more than a field goal, I'm taking it. I don't know if I want to book the money line bet, to be perfectly honest, but I got to go all in. Well, why is it a field goal game? Um. Because I think the Steelers know everything that you just said, and the Steelers are still playing. Like they're not going to just go there and lay down. There's a lot of personal 
back and forth that they hate them too. So, oh yeah, I, but they're still I don't alive. Think, I mean, they're yeah. also still alive. Yeah, but I don't think this is just one of those like, ah, oh, we're just gonna, you know, we had a nice celebration at home, and like we're gonna get down and just roll over. Oh, um, so you, so you don't think there's a hangover? I do think there's a hangover. I think there's, a, I think there's a. I'm worried that there's. I'm worried him, that there's a hangover with Ben walking the way he walked off. And oh yeah, by the way, now go to Baltimore to play yeah. play a pissed off Ravens team that they don't care because they're done. But that's not a good thing that they're not that they're done. That means they don't care about yeah. anything else. There's no tomorrow. There's no worry. There's no like, hey, hold that play back because of X, Y, and Z. Nope. Throw everything at them. <laughs> throw the uh, throw whatever play Harbaugh's been holding on to that I'm not showing anybody. Yeah, run that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I know that that all it's. Very well said, and that very well could happen. But I think the Steelers match that as long as they can. I think the defense keeps them in the game, and I think they get a turnover too, with you know with Huntley playing and and, and everything going on with them. Andrews is almost guaranteed to score a touchdown. Like there's so many things going through my head right now. You got me thinking. But he's going to be like negative. I mean, they, they, they're going to be juiced. That I means like minus one twenty for an Andrews touchdown, anytime touchdown. That's Probably heavily, heavily juiced. Probably. Um, I'll say the Steelers. Uh, I don't really want to book that. That, that <laughs> I, I will do it. I don't this like head, it. this. Is a head versus hard fart. This is, a head versus a, hard this fart is I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right now. It's nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me on every show yeah. that I do. I mean, I'm still <laughs> thinking about that, but um, yeah, I'll book them both. And I, I hope I'm wrong so you can win your bet because I don't have a bet on it. But I said before the season that the Steelers season wins was going to be eight, nine, or 10. There's just sometimes you just look at the number, you go through the schedule over and over and over and over and over, and you come to the same conclusion. So, is this the only season when you have pending um, in this last week? You have multiple ones. Oh boy! Next game we'll talk about. I, I, I have a, I have another one pending. Right. I'm, I'm three and I'm, I'm three in one right now. That are already decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had a couple of really good ones. The, the Raider one went over. The Raiders one went over. Titans and Bengals. Oh, the Bengals one was the best one of the bunch. Cash. Which it, one the, lost? Saints over nine and a half. Oh, which man. would have gotten there if Jameis didn't get hurt? Injuries, yeah. You, I mean, you can't control those. It's, yeah. it's, it's Again, yeah. quarterback injuries. Aside, right. I thought Michael Thomas is coming back. He doesn't come back, and then I like Jameis, and then Jameis gets hurt. So like, yeah, that was just a trouble. bad luck, bad luck one. But if they win, are they nine? Steelers, yes. No, it, well, the Steelers just if the Saints win, they're nine, aren't they? Yes. Hold on. Don't jump ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's so we're, right. so oh, we're, we're sorry. Both of these. All right. Yeah. So here we go. I'm a, I have over seven and a half wins on the Falcons. So this is a strategy play. What? Cause the Falcons are dead and the saints are still playing for something. What do we do here with this? You have over the Saints. So basically you have no, I have over the Falcons. I have over, over the Falcons. Oh, so you basically have a money line bet on the Falcons. For already. Yes. For one unit. Oh, but they're the plus. So you have to do the money line on the Saints. That's the right play. It is. Okay. You Head can't on. lay the points. What if they win no, by no, one, no, two, no, or three? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's the money line play. It just would be, or do I let it ride and just hope that the Falcons win? But I don't think the Falcons are going to win. <laughs> Oh, That's then the you have to play the Saints on a money. Yeah. I mean, you could you could gamble that 
you could get a plus on the Saints at some point in game for the unit, and then you have a plus price there, and you have the other one at minus one ten with the total. You know the season win. Well, what happened? Yeah, but if the Saints come out and go up ten nothing. I'm done. Yeah, you 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 have no. Yeah, I'll be I'll be playing. I'll be laying way too much. Yeah, to no, to no, get no, back no, to this. So no. like, the, if I'm gonna do it, don't I have to play it pregame and just lay minus minus one, whatever the heck it's minus one. Yeah, eighty, we'll whatever see. it is. So this is what I would do. I would tell Jess and the kids that Daddy's going to work, and I would go sit at the book and watch that game and bet it. 10 to 20 times lay it take it lay it take it lay it take it and just build up the pile or try to get the middle because i thought you traded text with me earlier in the week i thought you had a saints bet on the money line or on the season well i have i mean there's two officially i had an over nine and a half and i also have an over eight and a half so I have two, but the juice folks don't know about the eight and a half bet. I bet it twice because I bet it pregame when it was nine and a half. And that and was the official, that was the official daily juice play. And then I dropped all the way down to eight and a half. Yeah. And I went, I'm betting it again. Right. <laughs> and I went, if you I like it, it at again. nine and a half, you have to love it at eight and a half. You yeah. So then I bet it again. So I have, right. I technically have two bets on this. Right. So and like, they, but, in the saints win, they falls nine. Right. Right. So, so if you had so the saints, just the saints alone, at eight and a half and the wind gets you there. I told you play the Falcons plus the points. Cause now right. you have a middle. Yes. You could take the Falcons plus three so, and a half. So, so I have, so over eight and a half and under and over eight and a half over seven and a half for both teams is the oh, play to take the points. Um, cause well, I think win two out of three that way. Correct. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to win two out of three. That's that's all. I'm trying to come out with a profit. I'm yeah. going to lose one. I'm going to lose one of these bets. I've already lost the nine and a half. So I don't want to get to the point where I'm losing, you know, I'm one in three on this. No, no, no. Right. Yeah. So you take the, so I'm already and one. So now right. I'm on one. I'm trying to get to two and two, two and two or three and two or three and two. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you take the points, you can actually middle that saints win. Don't cover. So you can create that little middle. I mean, you got all kinds of options. This used to make my head hurt. We would be sitting in the book on Friday before the game, looking at every season win total, and then trying to shade the money lines to what we could increase our position or lessen our loss. You know, and the season win totals only for the popular teams were they gigantic decisions. And by gigantic, mm-hmm. I mean five figures. So 10 dimes or more. Most of the time, if you book them right, you you either win small or win a little more or you lose small and win small like you can because i mean how much more can you move the season win total it's usually from eight and a half to nine or nine to eight and a half or like they don't go from eight and a half to eleven when the numbers are pretty right so they're not big decisions but we would do this on friday i just you brought up another memory i would just sit there and go like all right you're after three or four of them, I'll be like, oh, my head hurts. That's it. I'm done. Like, so I can only imagine people that make like eight to 10 season win plays and five of them are coming down to Sunday. You don't even know what you need. You're like, wait a second. I have over eight and a half. I've under seven and a half. I've over, seven, I've over, over. They're playing each other. Skimmy the points. Game falls in the middle. You're out. Hmm. I don't know yet. I gotta, <laughs> this was hard. hard. It's this so hard. hard. This, this is, is hard. hard. 
This is the hardest moment. This is the hardest of my weekend. This is the yes. hardest game to figure out what I want to do with it. I love KC. I mean, the last one before we get to the games today, you know where I am here on the Raiders yep. plus three. Do you like Raiders plus three? I do. I wore the Charger stuff because I got it and I ain't got no Raiders stuff, but I, I like <laughs> I like the Raiders. I do. Um I keep telling I keep telling everybody I talk to all week. I don't understand this line. Like this line ain't coming down yet, but I think it's going to come down as we get closer to the game on Sunday. I think the Raiders. I, th- I think it's Waller. I think it's everyone wondering about Waller. Is 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 Waller playing? And if Waller plays, the number Has comes he down. Practice? Does anybody know? You don't know. We, I mean, it's been pretty hush hush. That's why I think he's playing because it's been so quiet on it that I think he is going to come out and play because they don't want to tell the Chargers anything. Right. And this right. is a playoff game. This is legitimately like we wouldn't hear about injuries during playoff week. We'd have no idea. And now same thing. We have no idea. Maybe tomorrow we'll learn something, but well, that's why Friday. They got to put the injury report out Friday. So he'll be questionable today. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> this is classic. It's Your easy. guy up in new England invented the new yeah. way to do it. He says, everybody's questionable. Questionable. Just yeah. he's questionable. You know, <laughs> hey, he may play. He may not. You better prep for him. Yeah. You know, he's, he's off the COVID list. So we know that. So now it's time to go. I think at worst at plus three, you push. I agree. agree. This is another field goal game. I mean, that's just an expression we use in the book. I've used it since I heard a a bookie say it when I was a little kid. What does that mean? It means the game is going to be a field goal game. Either team is going to probably win by a field goal. So you're getting the three in that situation. At worst, you push 100%. They're live to win the game. And I got to admit, selfishly, like now that we're getting close to the playoffs, I want the team here in the playoffs. Like the LA thing is cool. And I love the hat. The colors are great, but I can put this stuff away for the the rest of the year. And I talk about the Raiders and the Vegas thing. It's pretty cool. Cause my, I don't think the Steelers are getting in your Patriots are in. So we'll be able to talk about that, but selfishly, I want to see the Raiders win the game. All right. Two plays for today before we wrap for the week. Uh, let's start with our favorite CLV society hashtag. Oh man. Nets minus three and a half against the bucks. Oh, yeah. I laid the three and a half last night with the Brooklyn nets who are four 11 and one at home against the spread, by the way. But have you seen what the Milwaukee bucks are this year as a dog? Not good. Have they even they covered suck the game? out loud? <laughs> two and seven. I was going to say, only one. two and seven at catching points this season against the spread. And they are, they have been blown out by 20 or more three times. Yeah. Catching points, like little lines, like plus two, plus three, right. plus four yeah. and a half. They've lost yeah. by 20, 26. They've gotten yeah. killed. Yeah. Drew holidays on COVID Pat Connington's on COVID. George Hill is on COVID. Jeez. We're, we're thinking Giannis is playing, but they're, they're down five players on the COVID list, holiday being the most significant, but Cognitive's a big, big loss as well. I know Kyrie, I get it. Okay. But Kevin Durant, Friday night, primetime game. I'm laying the three and a half numbers move to four and a half. I already got one point of our CLV society value. Going up to betting or booking nets minus three and a half. Betting it. We're betting it. I, I, I mean, Kyrie coming back. If you watched any of that game, I mean, they couldn't figure it out early, and then they just turned it on, and they're like, uh, I was watching them. Like, He's not playing tonight, though, remember? They're I know, but, but I saw that, and, like, that was – that's going to give them a little bit of juice, right? Like, that's going to give them that, like, all right, when he's back, we're good. Like, we're going to be fine. So you get a really shorthanded um, Milwaukee team, and if 
if Giannis announces he don't play, this line's eight and a half oh, immediately. Yes. It yes. might be ten. Yeah. So we got three and a half. I ain't taking three and a half. I ain't enough to book. I'm betting that. Can't wait <laughs> yeah. to see how this one ends. I think Giannis plays. I think Giannis plays personally. I think he plays. I It'd think be- he does too. But I mean, anything's anything's possible. Yeah. I mean, in, in the holiday- way we're running with the CLV though, like the Nets hit a three to win. It's we're one and one though. I mean, what, this week we're one and one on this. We've we've benefited from the CLV and we lost in the CLV. So oh, we did benefit from. Okay, I thought we yeah. were zero and two. All right, no, 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 we're one and one on 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 CLV. Okay. I I got a very good number, so it's one and one. So we're this will be the the rubber bet for the week. Okay, with our with our CLV and right. just like yesterday, where I had CLV with the Celtics and the Knicks that meant ended up meaning nothing. The Wisconsin Iowa game yesterday didn't move. Dear goodness gracious. And then Wisconsin scores 45 points in the first half. Like, what the hell was that? You <laughs> like, said what would happen in the first half, we would know. I saw that score at halftime. I thought it was the final. I'm like, wait a second. That, what is that? They got 45? Yeah. That's Iowa played zero G. Done. Iowa played zero. So my under was dead. So tonight, another number that's not moving. Georgetown off of a COVID pause. And I think people are over uh, overreacting to COVID pauses in college basketball. I don't think it's that big of a deal. The 18th of December was the last time that they played. So it's a little bit of time, but Marquette three of the last four have gone over for Georgetown two of the last three have gone over in both. These teams are 22nd and 23rd adjusted tempo to Ken Palm. And they're both giving up over 70 points per game, which is in the two hundreds right now for defense in college basketball. I'm going over 153 Marquette Georgetown betting or booking it. I'll book it just blindly. I, I, I that, that made sense, but I'm, I, I'm going to book it uh, just because of the, COVID thing. Do you think it's? I don't don't think COVID stoppages are that big of a deal. Teams come out rusty. I think teams on the defensive end might be rusty, not offensively being rusty. So that's benefiting to the over. They don't play any defense. They're just ragtagging all over the place. When's the last time this team played? You say December 18th. It's January 7th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't worry me. Doesn't no. worry me. Off- offensively, doesn't worry me. No, defensively, it would worry me. If I was betting the under, it would worry me. Or if I was going to take Georgetown plus the points, it would worry me. But uh, I, I mean, it, the line's two. It hasn't moved. I'm not touching this on a side. I just think this is a high-scoring game. I'm going to book it. All right. I think we're going to uh, both teams upper seventies. Really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think, I think it's a good. Marquette has been playing really well, and they've been scoring a lot. They've been running, and I, I think that Shaka's got a got a decent team. So I like Marquette to win the game most likely. But again, Georgetown at home has been five and three. They've been decent at home, five and three to the over. Also, Georgetown against you know to the over, and three and one. I think Marquette to the over on the road. So. Have they been playing Big East games on Fridays? Usually Fridays reserved for the Ivies, and then that one conference like that Marist is in. Yeah. I have no idea. The, the 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 it makes sense because the schedule sucks tonight. I mean, it's there's brutal. Two, there's two Big East games yeah. because I think these are COVID makeup games. I think these are rescheduled oh, okay. COVID games. That's why yeah, they're putting so them Xavier's here. playing Butler and Marquette's yeah. playing Georgetown. So yeah, and then everything else is garbage. Like literally garbage. McNeese State against South Louisiana, Loyola Maryland against Boston U. 
<laughs> State a big game today against oh, PFW. Oh, yeah, there's a big game. Cleveland State and Robert Morris. Yeah, there's a big game. Bobby Moe, come on. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a big game. Great game. By the way, Bama Mafia is saying that Ben's not playing. Is it, You heard Big Ben not playing on Sunday? What? Is there a possibility that Roethlisberger doesn't play? Man, that's going to swing the line a little bit. What's the line if Roethlisberger doesn't play? Was it seven if Roethlisberger doesn't play? Immediately. Whew. Immediately. That be something. If he sets. Think, you know, he's not going to go out and play against Baltimore in his last game? I mean, I mean, mentally, I, I wouldn't play if that was him. Nah, hell no. That's the last time I'm on an NFL field, I want that feeling. I don't want to get my head kicked in by the Ravens, and that's my last feeling in the NFL. Nah. I wouldn't play either. Mason walk Rudolph. Off, walk off waving a terrible towel with a win. That would be pretty cool in Baltimore. Sure. If you think you can win the game. Ben thinks he can win. <laughs> You'd hope. He's a competitor, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's, I think there's there's some that's possible. I mean, I I mean, Rudolph's I mean, who is your quarterback next year? Oh, we got to start with this right now. Let me just enjoy the rest of this season. <laughs> I don't even want to think about this. There's so many people asking that question at home. Everybody's talking about it. Mason Rudolph years is going to start next year. Are you serious? Trouble. Oh, you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. That's Cam Newton with the Patriots type. That's big trouble. <laughs> that's that. That's a and look, I don't mind them doing a punt year. You know, take a year off to recoup everything and get everyone right and. You know, figure out where you go. Look in the draft. Draft somebody high. Aaron Rodgers, maybe. There's no way Aaron Rodgers is going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Would that be cool? Oh, no. It would not be cool. I don't like that. You shouldn't like that either. As a football guy, you shouldn't like that. Oh, no. Get your Steeler hat off and just talk about from a football perspective. Let Rodgers end his career in Green Bay and be done with it. I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in somebody else's uniform. I don't either. But if he's got to be one, it would be cool in Pittsburgh for a year. Because it's yours. I get it. I get it, but I, I I would probably send him to like three other teams if I was him before you. <laughs> I, if he came I, I would, here. By I'd the way, the, I just got a text. The 40, why would you go to the 49ers? I got a text just now from a guy yeah. who says that Harbaugh to the Raiders is a done deal. Got it. Same one. Got the same text. Probably the same guy. Probably the same person that texted you, texted me. Yeah. I don't I, buy it. Is he citing the Reddit report or is he actually like citing a no, different report? This is, oh. this is from somewhere else, but he probably read the Reddit report. There's a there's a whole thing on Reddit right now that Jim Harbaugh is going and Fickle's going to go to Michigan, the next head coach. Yeah, Fickle's going to go there. Yeah, it's all the same thing. All right, do you buy it? No, I buy Mark Davis doing that though. Yes. Oh, yeah, I do buy him. I, I would buy Mark Davis wanting a name and a guy who's taken a team to a Super Bowl. And I also can see Harbaugh giving Michigan a big FU. I mean, I, I he's that quirky of a weird dude. Yes. Where, what? He is? I mean, oh, I, he's 100%. He is. That's why he won't work here. He's a wacko. <laughs> like, he, he, he is not a normal human being. Right. Like he is a different cat and the one thing about the media market here which would benefit him is that we talked about it yesterday there is no media market here so no one's going to be up in his business yet yet fine but when it comes here first couple I of years there's no, there's no 
Maybe it changes, but there's nobody up in this business. There's no, you know, you're not doing a required coaches show. You're not doing, you know, 10 interviews with 10 different reporters. You want to tell the media to go bleep themselves. Go ahead. No one's, no one's going to get mad about that. No one's going to get all, you know, feathers ruffled. There's no, like, we don't have a power. There's not a single powerful media member in Vegas. There's nobody who carries a big stick in this market. So like for Harbaugh, it's perfect. He can come in here. He can t- treat the media like dirt. No one's going to do jack. No one's going to bleep or say anything about it. And if he wins, he's the king of the strip, which is what he cares. His ego is so damn big. And that's why him sucking on that egg last year and taking the pay cut was so shocking. Going like, wait, what? You, you, you actually yeah. did that? They thought he would quit. Like that, that really was the thought, at least in my circle, was that they told him, hey, we're cutting your pay. And it was like, later. And he was like, okay. And he stuck around. And, wow. then he did what, and then he did what he just did. And now he gets to basically go like, you know. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Wow. Jeez, I don't know. That's, uh, and then fickle. I think so many things would happen if that happened. I mean, the Michigan job's pretty good job right now. A hell of a job. It's a hell of a job. It's a top five job in the game. Wow. It's a huge job going open. And if he voluntarily leaves, not getting fired, but he leaves because he's here's the one thing about Harbaugh that I would say if he did leave and go to Vegas, which would be really smart. If he sucks again next year, he's out. It's that fast. You know that. It's Michigan. You just slayed the dragon at Michigan. You're out. You got a one year pass. Fluke. <laughs> the fluke. That's that, that, that. I mean, Dave, his numbers would tell you that last year was a fluke. Okay. He was 0 for 11 against AP top 10 teams until he beat back to back. He won two. He went two for 11. They lost badly to Georgia. He's two and 12. Did your text say the day would leave Ohio State to go coach the Bears? No. That's the bottom part of my text. Can you imagine if the Big Ten loses their two top coaches? Can you imagine the SEC? I mean, if that happens, let's just get to the Power Conference SEC and be done with it. Like, wow. If I, but here's the thing: if I'm Ryan Day, hell yeah, I'm leaving. I'm going to the Bears. You got Justin Fields. You know who you can. You know you can win with the guy. You know your guy. I mean, that's always the thing, right? You got to know your quarterback. He's an offensive guy. Got to have the quarterback. If he's watching those game films going like, they're screwing up my dude. I can go there and win. Wow. That's a hit. That that would be (laughs) the craziest of crazy dominoes to fall. If Ohio State and Michigan both had openings in the same offseason, man, the Big Ten would be. That Chicago office. Scramble, be, scramble. Oh like that would God. be I would be so many moving parts. That's the bottom. That's from our boy Frankie. I mean, he's he's dialed yeah. in a lot of pieces and he just he shot me the text. I'm like, wait a sec. I you know, so as soon as we're done with the show, you know, I'm gonna send him a text. Where did you hear this? Like, do you believe this? Because that is huge. Oh, Ryan Day in Chicago, given the number of Big Ten fans that are in Chicago. Oh. And Justin Fields. How about the I mean, fit? Oh my gosh, the fit's perfect. The <laughs> you win the press conference. Ryan Day comes in. You know Justin Fields is jumping up and down, going, "Let's go!" 
I do have that fear of a college coach coming into the NFL and like Matt rule has not worked. And I mean, you know, we know what's happened with other college coaches have tried to come in recently. Kingsbury's kind of worked right. a little. I mean, it's working, I guess, still work in progress. That would be the last time we had a quarterback coach connection the same right. way. Kingsbury with Kyler and now Day with Fields, if that were to happen. But we talked about it yesterday, Dave. If Harbaugh were to come to Vegas, does that mean it's the end for uh, for a car here in town? I would say yes. Me too. And this dude just, I mean, my gosh, did he save this season? Like they are not here for this game on Sunday night without Derek Carr and what he has done, nope. winning three games in a row and playing some of his best. But football. just like you're ready to, you know, send Harbaugh out of Michigan. If Carr don't win on Sunday, what does it matter? True, but Harley said I had an MVP year in 2016. Like it's not fluky. I think Derek Carr is a legitimate top 15 quarterback in the NFL. So. I, he may be 15, but I think he's a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. Right. So I, I I don't mind Derek Carr. I just if you bring if Harbaugh comes in, I really would love to see the like what offense is he bringing the Niner running offense with him? For Josh Jacobs, that's gigantic, and for Waller, that's gigantic because that's tight end running back. Yeah. That's what they'll do. It's just the quarterback's got to be able to move, and that's not Derek Carr's strength. Strength really. Nope. So like, man, I wonder who who would make sense. For a quarterback, if the Raiders were going to go to that offense, gosh, that's hard. Can we worry about the game on Sunday first sure. before you start? Yeah. Already, you brought, brought this up. I, I just brought the up. coaching thing up. up. What about Fickle? Where does he go? He picks Ohio State, right? If both of yeah. those jobs are open, he goes right to Ohio State, just drives up the road. I'm here. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, that's his dream job. I mean, that, that, that's, right. okay. that's yeah. he's always said that, that Ohio State yeah. is his dream job. So, yeah. Ohio State opens up. You hire Luke Fickle. Cincinnati's pissed off because they're going to the Big 12 with other guy. But that's, yeah, I mean, that, that that's a, not even a question that Fickle winds up going to Ohio State. And he wins there, by the way. He would be Luke Fickle at Ohio State is, you want to win the next Ohio State National Championship? That's the guy to do it. You're really annoying me with this Raven stuff. And now the Penn State <laughs> stuff with Ohio State wins and just like that easy. Oh, you're in trouble. You, you know, oh, Russell Wilson. That's a great question. Oh, Russell Wilson as a Raider running the offense for Jim Harbaugh. Are they going to get along? I Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would think so. That's the guy that has to be there. You got to have a guy who's got something on his finger, someone who's a bigger star than Harbaugh. That's what you would need because he'll run over anybody else. He would run over Derek Carr like he's a speed bump in a right. casino. Like it would not, it would just be like, did it, did it buy? Like it would be bad. Well, that would, uh, that would up the ante here. Russell. 100%. We have to have that. I mean, the quarterback has got to, I've said it before. The quarterback here has got to be the face of the franchise. Derek Carr is not the face of the franchise. Wow. So you bring Russell, you bring Russell Wilson to Tinseltown. Let's go. Oh, we'll have billboards everywhere. Oh. Huge. CR will have a, a, a residency. Oh, oh 100%. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. The whole thing is ready made. Same, it was the same cell to Brady and Giselle. It's the same cell. Come on in here and your family will make you gods and goddesses. You'll own this town if you come in here and do this. Forget Russell Wilson. You know. It's a great point. I mean, Mike makes a great point on, on, on the call, chat. Mike. That's a good call. Because he, he, you know he wants out. So, <laughs> What is the favorite thing? What is your favorite thing about today? Well, I, I mean, I have two. One is 
your house in about three and a half hours. That is my favorite thing today. Just because one, I know it's going to be going on, but two, it ain't mine. So, you know, that's, 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 that's the one, but two, it's Friday, another fun, successful week of the show. Um, another 60 degree day. Um, going for another walk yesterday. I discovered a farmer's market over in that parking lot. Um, by where, where? I, where the park is literally right outside my door through the gate. Oh, wow. I got some hummus and some salsa, like natural made, all this stuff fresh. I'm going to house some I pita not, bread and some I hummus. I didn't pick you for a chickpea guy. Oh, I love hummus. Oh, oh interesting. Right. Yeah. So that's lunch. That's going to be my favorite thing about the day right now. We're scheduled to go see Sing 2 tonight. Good. So um, it's phenomenal. That's 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 the plan the rest of the day. Do you like you too? Uh, I do. Then I do. Not it. in love, but with it. But I, as long, I, as, long I, as you I, like you too. Yeah. If you hate you too, you will hate saying. If you like you too, you will. If you love you too, like me, you'll love saying. If you like you too, you'll you, you'll most likely love saying. The music's incredible. It's a lot of you too, though. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of you That's too. That's fine. Which, right. fine. It was, I was in love with that. I was thinking my daughter was like, what the hell? I knew every word, every song. And she was like, oh. how the hell do you know? Oh, it, was, it, was, it, was a very, it was a very nice daddy-daughter bonding moment over you too. It was a very cool thing for me. So I think it was important. For me, my favorite thing about today is that I am not in Boston, Massachusetts. That is the biggest. I am not in a place with a foot of snow. Uh, our, our, I mean, I just saw the the, the Cape Cod shot from our our, our, our guy, our, our mutual friend, and and from Jeff Dawson. Yeah, and absolutely not. Like, just See, I do just not. My I poor step. My poor step. Chris today yeah, my, in Chicago. He said the high today is twelve. Yep, in Chicago. I'm just so glad I'm not there. I'm so glad my poor stepfather, who has who loves to shovel is sick as a dog with COVID right now and has like been battling and he's just getting his ass kicked by COVID. And they got to I mean, my, my, my brother who lives in Maine has to drive down from Maine to shovel the house out. And you know, I mean, I would be there in Boston of course, up to, up to my knees. Oh yeah. Breaking my back, shoveling the entire driveway. Always. today doing that so the fact that i'm not doing that today yeah is a monster win for me <laughs> that is a not rubbing it in just factual like in june when it's 112 here and everybody's like oh it's only 80 you can come back at us then but yes this is what we do in like january and february 112 doesn't bother me i don't even mind it anymore myself it ain't bad I'm good with it I, yeah. it's good it's it I'm, I'm all good i just keep me out of the direct sunlight and i'm okay but that's my only issue is just the right. sun burns burns me to a crisp other than that the temperature doesn't bother me at all like right let's go i'm not going for a marathon running it but you know it's 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 all good uh are we doing a twitter spaces before sunday night football potentially for raiders chargers i think it's a great idea you i decide should, that for sure i mean We'll know. I think we'll have a perfect window, right? The game, the games will be ending. I mean, let's shoot for it. Let's let's That's, yeah. We'll, so we'll put it out on the Twitter. You at Boston versus the book on Twitter. We did it before. Come join Dave and I. We'll do a little pregame on Sunday Night Football, heading into Raiders Chargers to find out you know, prop bets, who's playing, who's not, how to bet it, where the money line's going, where where everything's happening for that. Great so idea. mark that mark that down. We'll we'll schedule that. To make sure you guys go and follow Boston versus the book on Twitter, so you guys get Dave and I live on that. For Dave, I'm Matt. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you for Monday. The Natty. 
National Championship show on Monday. We'll break down Alabama, Georgia, prop bets, and everything else for the big daddy of them all from Indianapolis, freezing Indianapolis. They're all mad. They're all angry that they're going to a cold environment. Bama and Georgia fans are all pissed off that they have to go freeze their tails off in Indianapolis for the National Championship. We'll talk to you on Monday.